magnificent morning, folks. This is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. HER is an acronym for Heroic, Empowering, and Resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story, an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you have hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is often within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you, because you are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. Great morning, good people. Super excited this morning. This episode, um, our topic is centered, balanced, and focused, a woman of many hats. And often as women, we wear many hats and we have to balance through various accolades and titles and things that we are going have going on throughout our life. And today I have with me Miss Michelle Gomez. Hey Michelle. Hey, Janae, how are you? I am good, good, good. I'm super excited that um you have the this just the time today to actually speak with me because, you know, as as women wearing these mini hats, we have so much that is going on. <laughs> and um so I'm happy that you have time today. And we previously discussed the importance of women empowerment and sharing our stories of power and triumph and our breakthroughs as women of color. But your story is unique because although I've spoken to women on this show before who have shared a similar career change and background, you're still balancing your job in corporate America as well. And I feel like often we hear stories of folks starting all over and leaving or quitting their jobs. However, that transition isn't always feasible for the majority. And there are still folks out there who are working for a company and have entrepreneurial projects and careers. And it's important that we also discuss the balance between the two. So um, last week, I discussed my own personal uh, journey within my career because it's as well as um, me working for a nonprofit organization, also having my online store and my podcast, it's so difficult to balance. But also um, working within community organizing and policy advocacy, I mentioned that it was difficult for me as a woman centered in the work for various re- reasons, but also just working amongst many men and um, for me personally within the Deep South. But you mentioned that you have worked and are currently working in a male-dominated industry for about 19 years now. And um, in times, in some situations, you have felt that, you know, maybe you are inadequate and constantly trying to prove yourself or simply that you are enough. And I briefly touched on this last week, but I want to go into further detail of working within your industry and you discovering yourself and finding your voice. And in some situations, you revealed to me that you felt that you are a woman in a man's world. So um, I wanted to touch bases and see how did you overcome being the first and even the minority in many situations and coming into your own. So if you could just give us some background information about your current career and finding your voice within that career. 
Absolutely, Janae. So, yes, I stumbled into the logistics and supply chain industry at the tender age of 19. And um, being a woman in that industry, I had to learn a lot on about just learning how to get by with with a thick skin and trying to stay under the radar to avoid some of the male chauvinistic parts of the community there but while still being ambitious and trying to make a name for yourself so you can imagine right the the dichotomy of that right you're trying to make a name for yourself you're trying to get promoted and you have ambitions and you want you, you hold yourself to a high standard but then at the same time with that visibility of yourself also comes more potential for some of the negative backfire mm-hmm. of, of the men in the industry. So um, I had to learn how to work through that. And I got to say, I overseed it on both ends. I had some men that were offended by my outspokenness or my just having an opinion, wanting to get a seat at the table. And I also had women that were just as offended because I'm over here trying to do things that they maybe were fearful of doing, like posing questions and challenging the status quo. Um, I did have, I I was fortunate to have managers in my life who did believe in me and wanted to help break the mold by advocating for me and getting me a seat to the table. But I always noticed that they advocated for me to a point to Mm. where as long as it didn't disrupt their platform, or how they were regarded. Once it started to disrupt or or even threaten their position, then their advocacy for me changed. So I just noticed that as a trend in my career, and I thought, okay, well, I have to just be prepared for that kind of thing. And and with maturity, with making many mistakes, and being faced with chauvinistic, inappropriate behavior. Um, limiting options because I wasn't a woman and so when opportunities well I'm sorry I wasn't a man so when opportunities would open up to promote or be involved with a project or be invited to an event if it was part of the good old boys club you know of course someone like myself wouldn't be invited right and Mm so um so I had to really learn to keep my head down and keep moving forward and um I'm not proud of moments where I kept quiet and didn't speak up. I just, you know, being a young person in the industry, already coming in with the three things counting against you. I was the wrong age and the wrong gender and the wrong ethnic background for the level of ambition that I carry. I was just ready to for the next level. Like, okay, I've mastered this. Now what? Okay, now what do you need? What do I need to do to get that management job? Or what do I need to do to be a part of this project? Or how can you... What do I have to do to be sent to this uh, leadership development course? So I was always asking the question, always wanting more. And um, yeah, and so being this, you know, young, vibrant, female Latina, you know, in a, in a room full of white middle-aged men, it was a culture shock for sure. So, um, but I'm happy to say that in the, in the 19 years I've been in the industry, I'm starting to see a shift. It probably started happening about four years ago that I've noticed way more women in, in positions of power, way more women attending uh, important meetings and conferences, a lot more women advocating for change and opportunities to open up for other women in our industry. So I'm glad to be here and be witness 
to the change. Um, but I understand that this isn't everywhere, and there's still many industries that haven't gotten to the to the sort of the level playing field that we are now. And there's still so much work to be done when it comes to things like the the wage gap, the female wage gap, and the women of color wage gap is even stronger. So that's a uh, but that's how I elevated myself in my career is I just learned to work hard. I created a name for myself and I eventually gained the respect of the men in my industry and the women. Um, and I've been able to thrive in my career despite still only being, I'm not even 40 yet and I'm still consistently thriving year over year and gaining new levels of visibility. So it's been, it's been a great journey so far. I think that's why it's hard for me to pivot out of the industry just yet. Right. Not ready to leave it yet. And I'm, I'm happy that you mentioned just that change in general, because within that entire process, I think that you discovered that your voice is really your power and that we don't have to hold back in being inquisitive and, you know, making uh, the opportunities in making a seat at the table um, to be amongst certain people that we feel as though that or certain people that feel as though we don't deserve to be in that spot or to be in that seat. So it's important to have like that own self-confidence and also realize that, you know, we are intelligent, we are bold, and we do deserve to be within a certain industry or to be amongst a certain group of people. And sometimes society, you know, will make you feel as though you aren't worthy enough or that you don't deserve to have this certain spot. So um, by you saying that, yeah, you definitely revealed that your voice is definitely your power, despite what type of curveballs are being thrown at you. And um, that also leads me into you discovering your own personal passion. And when I say that passion, uh, I wanted to focus on like you mentoring. And also you said that you're a career coach, you're an author. So there are many different things that you do outside of your job in corporate America as well. So when did you first um, discover or realize that, you know, hey, I love counseling and talking to different people or helping women or men or whomever just discover their career and their transitions within their jobs and their opportunities? Yes. Yeah, so in my corporate career, I think over time, I started to see people come to me for advice. So uh, I had people within my end department who would kind of seek me out on a personal level, you know, to, to help elevate them, help coach them. And then I had people in other departments come to me as well, you know, come to my office, close the door. Hi, Miss Michelle, can I get a little bit of your time? Of course. Um, I've had people reach out to me because their children are getting ready to graduate college. And, you know, my kid is fresh out of water. How can you help him or her get ready? Um, so I've had this attraction of people coming to me, I think just from them seeing my own, my own life and they think, okay, she's got some answers. Um, and I've even had people that I've interviewed for jobs that when I, when they didn't get the job and I, you know, sent them the email and said, Hey, thank you for interviewing where we've decided to go with a different candidate, but I will hold on to your resume. I wish you much luck in your, you know, in your job search. I've even had people respond back to me saying, Hey, I really appreciate your time, but do you think I can maybe 
take you out for a cup of coffee and I think you can help me. And so that I would take that visit and that would turn into an hour coaching session of me giving them tips on how they could have interviewed better, help, you know, revamping their LinkedIn profile, sharing some tips on their resume that they could change to help elevate their position better. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I saw that I was helping people and they were taking my advice and it was working for them. So, um, having the ability to coach and mentor people speak into people's lives has been a, a, just a gift. That's just what God has given me to do. And mm-hmm. so I use it. And, um, but I didn't realize that it was a marketable skill. Right. <laughs> you know, I had this like, you know, who would pay for this? And it turns out a lot of people. So, um, I mean, I just started looking into why I wouldn't let myself break out and do it. Why? Why would I not do it? And so I had a struggle. I had to really face my imposter syndrome struggle mm-hmm. and um, break out of the negative thought patterns I had about myself and and how marketable I was as an individual. I thought my value was only based on what I can do within an eight to ten hour day at a corporate job, and I I, I didn't really accept my value with my intrinsic, intrinsic gifts. And so I had to learn to sit in my brilliance and just accept that these are the gifts that I have and I'm, I'm either going to use them or I'm not in this lifetime. So working through that stuff, I eventually decided to do it and I wrote a book about it and I share how I got through it and I help other women overcome their imposter syndrome struggles. And, um, after doing that, I launched my company and I launched my online course and have been coaching people professionally, uh, outside of my corporate job since. So um, that's it's been a great journey to see how I'm not just impacting my corporate job, but I'm able to speak at universities, speak at employment forums, and I'm invited on podcasts like yours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in on uh, magazine editorials, and so it's it's great to see how well accepted that this is and the social proof is showing me that um this is a valuable resource to women uh who need help who maybe to me this is just stuff i know you know because this is what i do this is what i know but not everybody knows what you know and so that's why own your brilliance my book is the focus of what's your brilliance what is it that you can do with your hands tied behind your back for hours and lose track of time that's your zone of genius that's your marketable skill. Yeah. And isn't it amazing too that at times we often don't see what other people see in us, right? So you were saying that, you know, people reach out to you asking you to coach them and you not even really realizing at that time that this was your God-given talent and your gift. So it took other people reaching out to you for you to discover what your talent and what that passion really was. Um, And then when you realize that, you owned it. You really owned it. And um, I wanted to get into like the balancing factor of all of this because ah, like I'm I'm just like at wit's end sometimes, you know, trying to balance life. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I work whew, 
for a nonprofit with the uh, statewide civic engagement table. So I'm, I'm traveling throughout the state of Louisiana. It's legislative session. So I'm constantly at the Capitol as well as um, I know that, you know, I discovered that my voice is my power within this podcast and creating this platform or also at the Capitol um, advocating for issues that affect those that are in marginalized areas and for people and women of color. And, um, but it's tiring, you know, it can be very tiring and it's important to really be disciplined within your work because at times motivation isn't always enough you know you have to get that inspiration from other things on top of sometimes those thoughts of fear and doubt when they do set in and when they do come to mind and um you also being a wife and a mom I'm single I don't have any kids and I'm spinning in circles sometimes so I know it's definitely um tripled sometimes with just anxiety and so much things that are going on but you speak so fluently and so eloquently and it seems as though you really um have a passion for everything that you're doing so could you just go into detail of how you you balance it all Absolutely. So I, it's still something I'm mastering to this day, Janae. It, it, mm-hmm. It's never perfect. It's every day. What balances for, for for me is different every day. What balance looks like for me is different. So and I have to just weigh out what's important. But I think two big things that I've learned in this journey so far of entrepreneurship, I, I call myself a corporate entrepreneur. So I have a corporate job and I also I'm a business. I'm a CEO of my own company, right? So mm-hmm. as a corporate entrepreneur, the two major lessons I learned about balance are number one is to be where you are. I, you just have to be where you are. So if you are sitting at the dinner table with your kids and your husband, be there. If you're having a drink with a girlfriend at, at a local bar on a Friday night, just be there. You know, if you're mm-hmm. sitting in front of your computer writing a blog for the week, be there. It's just the, the practice of being where you are is so hard and it requires discipline, but it's like yoga. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, I do things like put my phone away or put it on silent or like, cause if I'm sitting at the dinner table with, with my children and my husband, I mean, anyone who is in the most important to me that needs to reach me is sitting right in front of me. So I don't need to look at my phone. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that and so definitely be where you are practice being present just be there be there in the moment and and the moment is going to pass everybody's just so we're so scared of missing out on things oh I didn't I missed out those notifications or I didn't respond to that email quickly enough they're going to think I'm not interested you know and we're just so it's fear-based really is why we stretch ourselves so thin so number one be where you are and number two this is going to sound really cliche, really cliche, Janae, but it's it's what holds true for me. It's not a race. It really isn't. It's a journey, and yeah. and it's yours. Only you. There's only one Janae Jamison out there. There's only one Michelle Gomez career coach out here. That's it. So no one's going to do it exactly like you. No one's going to do it exactly like me. Of course, we have other podcast hosts out there. We have other speakers. We have other coaches. We have other authors. And everyone's on there doing things. And it may look like they are so farther ahead of you in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's easy to get tripped up, you know. But you have to understand that, that their journey is specific to them. And we don't know 
the countless hours that they've spent or the sleepless nights, the blood, sweat, and tears. So if they're on the cover of some magazine before you, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that they're, they've started on the journey maybe a little bit before you or it's their time. Your time will come. So I think that that's what's kept me uh, being able to just be where I'm at at the moment because it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, a, you know, my, my dream is to be on TEDx. I'd like to be on Super Soul Sunday. I'd like to, you know, these are things that I, I dream of having. I, I've, I've already crossed off a few bucket list items since launching my business, but there's still more to come. And I have to remember not to get caught up on, oh, I have to stay up for 18 hours in order to make this work or, oh, I have to invest more money or I have to, I have to hire more people. I have to, you know, trying to eradicate this FOMO because that is not going to get you any closer. You just, it's a journey to become the success that you want to be. It's not just about attaining things or crossing things off your list or getting gold stars. You have to become that person. And Mm -hmm. that is a gradual journey. So, Whatever, wherever God's going to take me in this journey, I understand that there's going to be some times where the shoe comes before the foot, you know, like the opportunity might come, but maybe I'm still getting worked on to prepare myself to do that. Or maybe I'm ready, but the opportunity is, hasn't arrived yet. So it could be vice versa. And so those two practices, just knowing to be where I'm at and to understand that this is not a race. This is a journey, and it's only my journey, and nobody can measure if I'm ahead or I'm behind. Only I can do that, and only God knows when I'm prepared for certain doors to open. And if they haven't opened yet, there's a reason for it, and I accept that. And I understand it's not going to be because, God forbid, I got seven hours of sleep last night instead of staying up promoting my business around Mm -hmm. the clock because that's that's not preparing me for the opportunity. Though when the opportunity shows up, I need to be rested, creative, energetic, and, and spiritually prepared for it to be here. So those are the two ways that I balance everything that I do, but we can bring it down to more tactical stuff, you know, being a working mom and and balancing home and children and business and corporate requirements. Um, yeah, it it requires many hands make the load light. So I am not afraid to ask for help and not afraid to delegate just like I do at work. I delegate at home. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and I, I thank you for sharing that because um, like personally within the past few months, uh, I've noticed myself like, you know, constantly working. And for you to say that it's important to really like to just be present and to be in the moment um, and that it's okay to just rest at times it's okay to be rest because we need to be fully attentive and be energized because if not it will take away from us really uh reaching our highest potential and being the most successful and being the most creative but um sometimes just in in social media in general we're often persuaded you know the sleep is for the rich and all these different terms and memes and things and you feel like you're not working hard enough or you're not doing enough but 
taking that time back and being present and actually resting is definitely very important. So I really appreciate you for sharing that because this has, you know, opened up my eyes that, okay, me personally, like Janae, it's okay to step back and just rest because the work is going to be there. The work will be there. So I thank you for yeah. sharing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you, and when you do sit down to do the work, you want to, you want to give your whole heart. Right. And right. so, and be present and, and and excited and and eager to see what this this task that you're gonna do, what it's gonna create, what beauty you're gonna put out into the world. And how can you really sit in that moment if all you're doing is using this as just another thing on your list that you need to cross off? So I I would I would recommend just being present, being where you are and as far as being a working mom, I mean I, I you have to really set parameters, I feel. Um, and, and really drill down to the five things that are the most important to you and make sure that whatever you do, as long as those five things are not compromised, then you should be fine. Like for me, it's, it's sleep. I need at least seven hours of sleep a night. It's just, I, I know myself enough to know that you will not get the best version of me if I don't have seven hours of sleep. So I don't compromise it. Something will get left undone on the list if it's going to step into my sleep time. So I need sleep. Number two, I need that morning power hour. I need that wake to wake up and have my devotional time in my prayer closet. I meditate essential oils and I sit down and read with my cup of coffee. If I don't do that for an hour to just be with myself before anyone gets anything from me, then I'm not my best self. Mm-hmm. Number three is my marriage. Number four are my children. And number five is my health. So if it's going to compromise any one of those five things, then I won't do it. Yeah. And I can't like, oh, I'm going to miss out. Now somebody else is going to get it. Oh, you know what? Maybe somebody else is going to get it. Doesn't have the same values that I am or isn't even a working mom. Maybe she has more time. So mm-hmm. it's good for her right now. The right opportunity for me to work work under my parameters will come. So I, I can't get tripped up about trying to be. The, 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 what happens is we try to be someone else in order to be successful. But and you do, of course, every new level of yourself requires a different version of you, of course, but it should be a better version, not a cranky, unrested, hurried, stressed kind of a person. I mean, I, I see these YouTube videos all the time of these really super successful people, and uh, it makes me sad when I see some of them that appear angry and aggressive, Yeah, and I'm like... I don't know that I want your kind of success. I kind of, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, how is Oprah just so, you know, she's so happy and, and right. <laughs> because she spent a lot of her time on her spiritual, like, you know, connection with herself mm-hmm. and with the world. So, so I'm like, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I can't choose to be aggressive, angry, tired and, and, and pushy, Versus just sit back and let let the success come to me in the right timing with and in alignment with my energy. I'd rather if it, even if it takes two three years longer, it's still worth it because it's not a race; it's a journey. Yes, I love that. I, I love that in in closing. Um, those words like should I really do 
hope that those words resonate with the audience as they are listening. It's not a race, it's a, a journey. And also that the right opportunity will find its way to you. Um, often I'm big on, you know, the power of thought, the power of thinking, and just that the universe is going to align those great opportunities, your success, especially when you do do the work and you do put out good vibes and positive energy that those things will come aligned. So um, I, I appreciate that in closing. And I want you to also share your social media handles and where are you located? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram at MG for my initials, Michelle Gomez, MG success coach. Um, you can find me on my Facebook business page under Michelle Gomez, the Latina career coach, or my website, which is www michelle m-i-c-h-e-l-l-e middle initial m for martha last name gomez g-o-m-e-z dot com you can find me either one of those places i'm based here in southern california but my coaching is offered um nationwide so feel free to reach out to me whether you're on the east coast and south on on the west i'd be happy to chat with you Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, Michelle. There you have it, audience. We have Michelle, the Latina career coach, author, speaker, and career coach. Thank you so much. And um, audience, in closing, always remember that your story is not solely for you. It's meant to be shared with other women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles. You don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share your story. You are a victor, you are a winner, and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles do not always last. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her heroic, empowering, and resilient. And thank you all again for tuning in. Thank you again, Michelle, for joining us. And um, audience, I ask just for one simple favor. If you are empowered, if you are motivated in any type of way, please share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Her Story Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And once again, this is Jay Jameson with Her Story, and we're out.